Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Feel Better with Tara Styles. I'm Tara Styles. Welcome to the show. Yay. All right, let's practice. I'm so grateful for some really nice feedback from you all about enjoying these practice episodes where we can actually do something. We can connect, slow down, soften, even roll around on the ground a little bit or roll around in your chair a little bit. Notice how you feel and respond which is really the foundation of a practice to move in a better way, to point yourself in a useful direction in life. And this is what oh, I love about <laughs> the, the software or the program we can put in ourselves and become ease, become softness, become joy, become health, become healthy connection, become putting good into the world, become helping others into the world. So yes, practice, super, super good. So today I thought we could practice an element of the whole practice, which is notice how you feel. And I know this one gets really tricky for so many people, Because let's face it, it's really hard to avoid the programming that comes from the outside of shove down your feelings, of just do something this way, of keep your head down, work hard, get good grades, get a good job, do the best you can, and then die. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh at the end of that, but it's kind of hard not to laugh sometimes when things are so absurd in this way. But the programming, the the noise, the culture, the attitude of our society and everything around us, really, without getting too dramatic about it, says that, says to ignore how you feel. Because if you feel how you feel, then, uh uh-oh, you might rock the boat a little bit or a lot, and no one has time for that boat rocking. We've got to keep going down the path, whatever path that is, so... Thankfully, we can lean into basically all of the ancient wisdom, the healing arts, essentially. And that's been such a wonderful framework 
to kind of look at what's happening in your life and think about, oh, I don't really like that. I don't really like what I see out there. Well, do I like what I see in there when I close my eyes and I am with myself? And when we would like to make a change, we can look to the healing arts. And they all, whether it's Tai Chi, Shiatsu, your great-grandmother's wisdom, Ayurveda, gardening, something like that, they all say some version of slow down, move in alignment with yourself, move in alignment with what's happening around you, create the best relationship you can with yourself and what's around you. And then here's the part that's really important. All of that is super important, of course, but notice how you feel. In the middle of all that, notice how you feel. This is about you. Your life is about you. You are here. And then respond. So I thought we could do a little practice of noticing how you feel. (laughs) And hopefully you're in a safe place right now, whether you're at home or you're in your car or your office, wherever. Have some time here to notice how you feel. If you're getting ready in the morning, even better. It's always a good time to notice how you feel and then respond. What I've noticed as my actions for a lot of years now of leading yoga is it's incredible when I have the joy of seeing someone in class noticing how they feel and responding. It creates this kind of ripple effect around them. The people one mat over, one mat down, wherever, start to kind of do it too. It kind of rubs off (laughs) in that way. And that's really part of my main job as well as somebody who leads yoga and really leads anything is to do the best that I can to my ability of leading the thing with the structure, the organization of the space, the time, what I'm going to do with that time, all of that. That's super important. And what's also super important within that structure is noticing how I feel. (laughs) And if you don't do that as someone leading something, whether you're leading a yoga class or you're at work, part of a team, or you're in any kind of relationship with anyone, whether it's a family member, partner, friend, whatever, If you skip that part of noticing how you feel, things don't go so well. Burnout happens if you are in the leadership position. Our friend Sam Berlin shared this statistic. I'll probably get it wrong, but it's something like body workers as well as yoga teachers last about two to five years in the profession of it. And then they quit because of all kinds of different reasons, but a lot of the reasons are burnout or injury. And if you don't notice how you feel, you're much more likely to get injured. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to not move as well with what you're doing. You're going to work extra hard in this way. And here's where it gets tricky because all of the messaging of our life says, work really hard. And of course, I will buy into that. It's important to work really hard. 
but what I've learned through practicing Tai Chi and Shiatsu and bringing that into my yoga is working really hard is only wonderful if you're only working as hard as you need to do the thing that you're doing. If you are exerting any little bit of extra effort in that working hard, you are headed toward burnout. You are headed toward injury. You are soaking yourself in stress and tension. And you're creating a worse relationship with yourself and those around you. So the quest of working really hard is wonderful when you use what you need and spend your energy on dropping every ounce of effort that you don't actually need to essentially be here now. And this is cool. I don't know for sure. I haven't really thought about it. If that's more complicated than work hard, struggle, stress, push and force. But it really seems like it's less complicated. It seems like it's more simple to propel this way of being forward, to embody this and then see what happens with those around you, which is super cool. I was listening to a talk of Ram Dass the other day. Cool thing about the internet is you can look up cool stuff or you can kind of look up stuff that drives you nuts. So I like to look up Ram Dass stuff. And it was an interview and somebody had asked him what he thought this kind of moving the masses with awakening and more conscious effort and being good people together, how's that all going to play out? And he said something really interesting that had to do with not activating the masses. He thought it was much more subtle than that. And it had a little bit to do with what we're talking about here, which is do it yourself and then see what happens around you. He was saying something about it being much more mysterious than that in a way, much more enigmatic in a way. And I really like that. I think that's a healthy approach for us as individuals to think about, well, we want the whole world to be doing good and all of that, but that's kind of a joke. We can't really do that. Maybe somebody can. I'm not aware of that if that's happening. But what we can do is what we can do. We can take care of ourselves. We can notice how we feel and we can use our energy for good. Now, if we create something bigger than ourselves, whether that's a movement or some sort of idea, bring a bunch of people down pick up the trash at the ocean, or you come up with some cool invention that sucks all the emissions out of the air, then yes, you've done something bigger than yourself. But if you're you, which you are, <laughs> and you spend your time slowing down, softening, noticing how you feel, and then responding to that, that's a big deal too. We need everybody in this way. I know this sounds so cliche, but it's super cool 
when you actually get into this habit of noticing how you feel and then responding, having a look around what's going on around you and letting yourself be a little bit responsible for what's going on around you, a little bit connected to what's going on around you, less complaining about it and more, what can I do about it in this way? So I was just at the Wall Street Journal Future of Everything Festival in New York, and I felt so lucky to be invited to this to lead a yoga class and give a chat on what I thought the future of yoga will be. And of course, I love sharing the optimism of less dogma, less rigidity, more ease, more all-the-time self-care. It's pretty obvious that we all want to feel better, my goodness. And just like we eat food every day, hopefully you can eat food every day, have availability to do that and enough health and psychological togetherness to do all of that. But just like you eat food every day, you eat at home, probably more than you eat out. I'm just generalizing. But when you eat out or you go to somebody's house and you share a meal or a potluck, that's a special occasion. That's a nice moment to get together in community. But most of us are probably not doing that with every meal. And I love sharing that What I see as the future of yoga, really the possibility is the nourishment of food (laughs) can be the same as the nourishment of yoga. It's a good idea to do yoga every day. You don't need a rest day from feeling better. So you can practice at home with some simple movements that you know. You can practice along with our Strala Yoga app, with a community, whether it's a live or putting on your favorite video. You can do your thing in your living room. And then maybe sometimes you get to go to a class that's nearby where you are. Maybe something's happening in the park. Maybe there's a studio. Maybe there's a teacher at the gym. That's nice. That makes you feel connected. Or maybe there's a special event. You go on a retreat. We're going to Iceland. That's super special. That's a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for me unless we go again, but who knows? You go to Berlin for one of our trainings or something like that, a yoga retreat or a a festival, something like that. But that's a special occasion. So practicing every day, simple. So I go into this conference, this festival, and it's really kind of cool. There's all these future vendors of cool things, drinks and candies made of vegetables and technology and all this stuff. And there was this area set up for my yoga class. And I love to get somewhere early. That's part of what I need (laughs) to feel better, to make myself comfortable in the space, to organize the mats if I need to organize them, to get familiar with the sound system. This is part of creating space if you ever get involved with Strala, (laughs) our trainings and how we talk about it as well. And also the side effect of that is making myself available to whoever is around that I can connect with. And that's not a networky thing. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes another opportunity presents itself to me, but that's not the reason I do it. I show up early so I can connect with people so I can feel better. (laughs) Because when I connect with someone, 
about softness and ease and noticing how you feel, I help them feel better. Yeah. But guess what? I feel even more better than probably the better that I helped them. And this is super cool. So I get to this place early. I call Alice at the Wall Street Journal. She says, I'm coming right down. There's a kind of big bouncer outside. And I say, hey, I'm going to lead this yoga class. You want to do some yoga with me right here? And he says, no, I'm not doing that. (laughs) So I just start standing next to him and breathing. And all of a sudden he's laughing with me and he's doing a little bit of breathing. And we're having a good bit of rapport. So I feel better. I go upstairs. There's two ladies kind of standing around. Their job is to hand out the gift bag, essentially. So I kind of have my eye on them as a potential opportunity to help myself feel better again. And I go and I look at the mats and I get acquainted with the sound person and all of these things. And then I have some time. I have about a half hour before things get going. So I go over to these two ladies (laughs) and they start asking me about yoga because my class and a little bit about what I do was talked about at the festival. I'm in the program, this kind of a thing. So I start talking to them about softness and ease and feeling better while they're standing there working, while they're doing their exercises and they have questions for me. And we end up having a wonderful relationship and feeling better together, noticing how we feel together. And I'm grateful that they were there and they asked me these questions because it helped me feel better as well. So that's something just to kind of get into your system a bit of leaning on other people, literally using the people around you to help yourself feel better. It's kind of opposite of what we've been taught to keep to yourself, do your work, keep your head down, only talk to the people you need to talk to in order of the importance to what you're doing. I don't really believe any of that. It's not fun for me. I want to talk to anybody who's open to talk with me and figure it out from there. So maybe there's something in that for you on noticing how you feel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So let's do a little bit of notice how you feel practice, if that sounds good. (sighs) Take your time. Notice how you feel right now before we even start noticing how we feel. How cool is that? How do you feel after all that chit chat from me? What's it bringing up in you? (sighs) 
Move yourself around so you find a comfortable place. If you're sitting, let yourself shift and drift around a little sway, a little rock. Eventually that sway and rock bring you into a more centered, calm place. If you're standing, you can move your middle. Let that show your feet where to go in the ground. You can be on all fours, move from your middle. Let that movement show your hands and knees where to go on the ground. Wherever you are, move yourself so you're actually comfortable. Let your whole self soften, a little bit bendable, a little bit movable, and a nice emotional softness. Watch your breath literally start to move you here. Watch your inhales pick you up and out like a big globe expanding. And your exhales release and relax you right back in. We're much more like a ball than we are like a stick. We can move up and down, left and right, all of those things, but really... What happens when we soften is this feeling of out and in, this feeling of a big globe. Let yourself hang out there for a little while and notice how you feel. Put your mental energy on noticing how you feel. Give yourself something to do. You don't need to clear your mind and think of nothing, but give your mind something to do. Notice how you feel. If you notice a place on you that feels a little stuck, feels a little tight, a little something, something, let yourself move over there for a little while. Go to that place. (sighs) Breathe big. Include all of you, not just the tight or the sore body part, but your whole self, your emotional self. Let yourself be open to the connection between your physical sensation and your emotional qualities as well, your experience of that sensation. Our body isn't something that we need to gain control over. Something nice about being in conversation with yourself, listening to you. Things aren't so separate that way. My body is the one part of me. My mind is the one part. My spirit is the other part. That's a lot to keep track of. That's like herding cats. It's nice to be in conversation with all of you, to realize that all of you has the possibility to be in harmony together, be in connection together. And when you are in connection with yourself, my goodness, it's so much easier to open up and create a good connection with those around you. It's so much easier to notice your talents, your gifts, and use your energy that's specific and unique to you for good in the world, for a better way. So this is the reason to practice. 
to create a better way. If you're sitting, feel free to stay sitting. If you'd like to lean against something, this is an awesome one. Lean against a wall, lean against the back of your couch or your chair. Just lean against something with the whole back of you. If you've got a person hanging around, (laughs) even better, lean back to back with that person. Notice how you feel. Notice how giving yourself that something or someone to lean on brings more attention to you. Really cool thing happens with this when you're leaning on a person is if you're trying to make it better for the other person, if you're trying to fix yourself or move yourself because of what you think that other person might need in their body, it doesn't work. That person then will feel like they need to do the same thing back to you. And then you're in this kind of awkward loop of, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? (laughs) It's not so good. But again, that's what we are taught from all directions. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I in the way? What's going on? Is that okay? Is that not okay? (laughs) When really, if we simply choose a good body position, move ourselves with efficiency, with as much harmony and grace as we can, we're going to make better movements, better judgments, better decisions, better connections, all of these things. We'll be more in balance with ourselves. So if you're leaning back to back with someone, notice how you feel and move yourself so you are more comfortable. You can't hurt somebody in this position. You can't lean on them too much here. Probably the only way that this could be not a good idea seems like common sense. You probably wouldn't want to do this with a baby or a small toddler, somebody that's a grown-up as well or two kids together is great, but hopefully that's self-explanatory. Or use a wall. The wall is your friend. (laughs) The wall will not adjust to make you feel better. It's there. It's steady. It will support you. So lean on the wall. Lean on something. And also start to lean on yourself here. Maybe a little lean forward, a little lean back an elbow in your thigh. This real leaning quality is essentially DIY shiatsu. So you've got meridians everywhere. You can lean on the inside of your thighs with your elbow. That's the the inside or the yin side. Easy to remember that way. It's the more kind of quiet side. And leaning there encourages openness. It encourages introspective, encourages reflection in this way, encourages relaxation and comfort for yourself. So maybe try that. If you're leaning on the outsides of yourself, kind of the top of your thighs, the more yang side It's helping to 
calm you down a little bit, bringing some contact to that busy part of you says, hey, you don't need to be so busy (laughs) in your mind. Let yourself be busy using your energy for good in this way. Let yourself roll around a little bit here, side to side, easy forward and back. Notice how you feel. You don't have to do anything about this. You don't have to change yourself. You don't have to fix yourself here, but simply notice how you feel and then respond. Oh, I didn't know that was going on. Oh, I can lean a little bit here. All of a sudden, you know what to do in the simple way of taking care of yourself with movement, with breath. Oh, I know what to do now. This is profound. We spend so much time trying to fix ourselves, trying to do things from the outside in. And then we do the same thing to other people all day long. (laughs) Once I really started to understand these principles of Tai Chi and Shiatsu and the healing arts and put them into my yoga, it really dawned on me that I need to do this for myself first every day (laughs) because I go out in the world and however I am, I'm I'm putting that on other people. So I don't want to be putting force and fixing ideas on other people. Oh, you really should be doing that or you really need to be doing that or this kind of energy. I don't want to do that. I know that's gross. There's enough of that in the world. And in Ram Dass's idea, maybe we can change that individually with how we are. You don't need to have a big platform on the internet to do this. (laughs) Ah, my goodness, how did we get there? You don't need to be a professional leader of any kind. You can ah, take this time every day to sit down or to crawl down to the ground, get yourself in a good body position, get comfortable soften, notice how you feel, and then respond by taking care of you. It's necessary. Otherwise, all day long, you go around not taking care of yourself, which is, of course, leading toward all kinds of awkwardness, disconnection, burnout, bad relationship with yourself, creating not-so-great relationships with others, got to take care of yourself. And this is a simple way to do it. (sighs) It's the foundation of really all self-care, hopefully. Otherwise, you're just lighting a candle and taking a bubble bath, (laughs) which is cool too. But in that bubble bath, (sighs) soften, slow down, notice how you feel, and then respond. And I'm pretty sure you'll come up with some great ideas, some great ways to move in a way where you're taking care of yourself. And also some great ideas of how to use your energy for good. This is where creativity 
is invited in in this way. We don't need to forcibly manifest our will or our paperwork idea of our life on ourselves. We can soften, slow down, notice how we feel, respond. And from there, what's actually happening is getting more sensitized, more tuned in to what's happening with you. So this concept of what you want becomes what's good for you and what you need. So this whole idea of move how it feels good, do what you want, just be happy, that's a superficial thing. Those phrases and that intention will move in an actual good direction when what you want, when what feels good lines up with what's actually good for you and what's actually good for those around you. So yes, move how it feels good, but slow down, soften, notice how you feel, and then respond by moving in a way where you're taking good care of you. And yeah, that feels good. (laughs) But feeling good is another confusing phrase because we think feeling good is just feeling good. It's taking a vacation. It's taking that bubble bath. It's rising to the top of something. It's having the afternoon off or whatever it is. But feeling good is part of the necessity of working hard. (laughs) This is the real kicker. Feeling good is part of the necessity of working hard. If you're working hard is a struggle, is a panic, is a stress, you need more softness. You need more ease. You need to notice how you feel. Work hard, but don't use force in what you're doing. Use all of you and notice how you feel every step of the way, and you will make better decisions. You will shift and change your ideas. You will move a little this way and then move a little that way. You will come into a situation with one agenda, one idea, and then you won't be panicked when the situation doesn't support your agenda because you can be flexible. You can be open. You can see how in every moment you can use your energy for good to support you, to lean on others. So this is a big deal, noticing how you feel. It's essential. It's not a yay sometimes thing. It's not a, okay, I'll do that on Sundays. Do it on Sundays, but do it on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday too. (sighs) This noticing how you feel is essential for connecting you to you and connecting you to everyone around you and helping you see what the right things for you to do are in every moment because we have choice every single moment. (laughs) So notice how you feel and let me know how it goes. Let's do just one more simple moment here of noticing. (sighs) 
Let yourself be comfortable again, little shift and drift around. Let everything soften. Notice your breath moving through you, moving you. Notice how you feel physically, mentally, emotionally. Let the conversation be open between you and you and you and you and you. No separation of parts. And respond. Maybe your response is a little lean one way. Maybe it's dropping your head and neck a bit more. Maybe a little shift and drift in you. Let yourself actually respond. (sighs) Take a big inhale. Long exhale. Let it all go. Well, let me know how this was for you. My goodness, feel free to come practice with us on the Strala Yoga app. We have live classes. They're saved right after. I know that's always a big confusion about live. And we have new classes that show up magically like the Tooth Fairy just puts them there whenever you wake up. They're on the app. (laughs) You can practice anytime. Hundreds of practices just like this and more movement, of course, and yoga, Tai Chi and Shiatsu and overall feeling better. Some simple practices as well you can share with friends and family. But most importantly, take good care. Let me know how this goes and see you soon. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 